Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. JP Finley, Redskins Talk Podcast, on the road again. Of course, the big man is here, Mitch Tischler. What's going on, guys? He's got a, a new style. He's t- he's buttoning the top, top button. button. I don't know about this, but Mitch is into it. It's a look. And we are joined very graciously by the host of the the voice of the Redskins, Larry Michael, host well, of Redskins right. Nation. You know what? There's a saying: Never let him see you sweat. I, I think we're good to go. I think I we're think doing we're great. I think we're doing great. So, big thank you to everybody watching on the My Teams app. This is going to be a lot of fun. If you saw what we did in Atlanta at the Super Bowl, you know that you are in for a fun week of guests, of commentary, learning a lot, also discussing what else is going on in the world. A little it, bit of shtick here and there. A little bit of shtick here and there. <laughs> if there was a, uh, a, a few-minute delay there, we understand, and we're sorry. We had some technical issues. And then the good folks here in Indianapolis decided to turn every light on in the building about before 30, we yeah, yeah, a minute before a minute. we went live. And uh, I am no television expert. I, no. I say that openly and honestly. He is. But the lighting is yeah. a big deal. He is. You got to be lit. Well, you know, you were talking about it before they turned the lights on. Maybe it was just like a mood thing they were trying to set. It felt like we were in a dungeon. It was bad. It and was bad. Now, now the lights are on. Everybody now thinks things are alive and yeah. we're on the air thanks to Mitch and the guys. Uh, back back Bethesda, yeah. yeah, I mean, great really, job, great job. That was really a eleventh uh, hour stuff there, which I was very impressed by how quickly the big man moved. I, for a big man, <laughs> for he's a big nimble. man like that. Wow, he was, uh, my, my my shuttle time would be good. Your three cone drill, three cone you were drill, killing it yeah, right yeah. there. He's the new dancing bear. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have a, uh, a a pack show for you with. Uh, let's be honest, we're digging in on quarterbacks. That, oh, yeah. That's what's going to happen, um, Larry. You're in an interesting spot because you're in the building every day. You know who's coming in, who's coming out. I, I don't know that I've asked you this, and I don't know what you can say, right? You don't know what you've asked me? Well, I, I don't know, man. I don't know much. <laughs> um, let's start with Alex. Yes. Jay Gruden, Doug Williams are going to talk to the media this week. I don't know that we're going to ever really get an answer on, on Alex, but for 2019, I think the Skins have to make other plans at quarterback. Well, of course. I mean, you have to take care of the team. Uh, the season's going to roll on regardless of uh, Alex's status, and you're not going to rush him. You're not going to rush you him. You can't. So, so, you know what? Uh, I think his severe injury, you know, talked about it ad nauseum. Uh, we know he's convalescing. We know he's better now than he was, but, you know, you're talking about uh, a long a long rehab. Sure. And then uh, to get into football shape, how long will that take? So I think, you know, realistically, uh, you're looking at the players reporting on April the 15th for the offseason program. He's not going to be part of that. No. You got free agency starting on March 13th, two weeks from today. Yeah, that might have to be uh, dealt with in free agency quarterback. Uh, you got There's Josh no money, Johnson. Though. 
there is no money, but there, you know, there's a lot of quarterbacks out there. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks, maybe not the quarterback that you think is going to lead you to a Super Bowl, but you need another arm. Sure. And a lot of fans have written Redskins Nation and talked about Josh Johnson. Uh, he might be an option at a very uh, a low salary. I sure. mean, he's not going to overpay. Better minimum type thing. And you got some other guys out there. Maybe you make some, maybe make some moves in terms of uh, freeing up some space, which is again the speculation that we've had uh, has been running rampant. Uh, but Alex Smith, uh, I think you know, just look at what happened to him last year in terms of the games the Redskins won. And you've got a very interesting guest coming up in a little bit. Uh, yeah. Phil Simms's uh, son, Chris, Chris Sims, who is, uh, has a lot to say about the quarterback a class. He's a of a good commentator. Yeah, he's really good and at what he, he played does. the game. And, you know, he, he, he's, again, he, he's going to state the obvious in terms of Alex. I mean, he's coming off of a severely broken leg. And, you know, I know, I know everybody is pulling for him. And you know what? Uh, maybe he will be back before the end of the calendar year. But there's no way uh, that you can go into the year without bolstering the position. No way. It, what do you, you know, think they should do? I think oh, you do. For sure. I think you do. What do you think what do you think they should do at fifteen? Uh, so well, we're here you know. in Indy. Two things happen in Indy that, that are important to point out. Free agency gets really set up here. The front offices and agents are having dinner and cocktails and, and hammering out. So this is not the uh, legal uh, This tam- is the illegal tampering. <laughs> this is the illegal tampering period. Okay. I got you. So you know what? At at fifteen I I'm you know, golly, you know, there's so many ways uh, it can go. Uh, I think you have to wait and see what happens in free agency, A. Because, to me, left guard's a, a huge position of need for the team. This guy. Huge, I've like been saying this for a while. Huge position of need. You cannot do what you did last year. You will do something different. Now, if that's addressed in free agency, there's not a ton of great guards available in free agency. there are guards available to draft. There are. But, again, you know, 15th pick, do you go guard? Uh, I mean, guard. We, for a that's taking a guard in, I, in I'm the, thinking more second, 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 third. I, and I think it all, I, and I don't move up. If it's me, I don't move up. I think you need all of your draft picks this year. You need all of your draft picks next year. I don't think you move up. So depending on what happens in free agency and depending on what happens in the four, first 14 picks, if one of those quarterbacks is there at 15, I think the Redskins would certainly consider that. Uh, but you have other needs as well. So Lots uh, of needs. So, you know, pure speculation is what's happening right now. It's unfounded speculation. Sure. So, and it, I, it'll be good to get to talk with Jay and Doug. And you and you get you get them exclusively. Talking to them a little bit now, yeah. Maybe talking to him, uh, uh, you know, exclusively uh, in, a, in a room over here at the JW Marriott. We'll put that on Redskins Nation starting tomorrow. We had Kyle Smith yesterday. He's on Redskins Nation today. so I That's think the something Skins fans should tune in. Yeah, we had a little Absolutely. fight with Kyle, and he is an extremely smart guy, extremely engaging, and, and we went for 20 minutes with him, and, and we'll see that on the show. But, you know, again, this is the purest form of speculation, but but you're right, you know, the deals are getting done here because everybody's here. This right. is the biggest football convention of the year. Right. Yeah. And when we leave here next week, actually uh, this weekend, uh, by next week, I think some of those deals will be in place because then you're just a week away. Right. You're, well, you're less than a week away from legal tampering a week from today. And to that point, you say this is the biggest football convention there is, and, and I don't think fans necessarily realize that. The entire staff comes to Indy. Yeah. All the coaches, all the scouts, all the front office. Now, occasionally somebody's not here, but you know, at the... the IT guys. Like, the, we saw the skin. I saw like, the Shish Kinra on yeah. the plate. Oh. It's like the IT guys coming. <laughs> um, the Shish, BCC Baron, baby. Oh, really? Yeah, we went to I high school. That. Well, Christian Smith, we want to acknowledge his, his presence, too. Sure. Yeah. He's the guy that does all the work. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I, I want to circle back to one thing you said about Kyle Smith. And we've seen, I mean, he's been publicly promoted. He got him 
director of college scouting. Right. He's in charge of college scouting. Yeah. What is his role making? The, who's making the draft board now? Who, who's one to 200? Who's making that? Well, they haven't started that yet. Yeah. They haven't started that. So when they sit down, well, it'll, be, it? it'll be Kyle and Doug. And I think, you know, Tim Gribble is another guy that's going to have a big hand in it. And I've gone over this with these guys so many times. How do you compile the information? It is never, it's a never-ending sure. process up until, and they'll set their board, but up until the day of the draft, they could change it. Something could happen. Who was it? Uh, Laramie Tunsil last year, the day of the yeah. draft, two oh years ago. That yeah. certainly changed some. Guys, sure. It I mean, changes people's boards. Yeah. Things happen and well, people move. And you and see so. here, I mean, the Skins have draft capital. Yes. They have four yes. picks in the top 100. They've got a lot of picks towards the back there. The four compensatory picks were big getting that third. Yeah, that's why I say you look at this and you say, okay, you've got, you've got four picks in the first three rounds. Yeah. And it's so important. How many of those are going to be starters? How many of those are going to be contributors? None of them can be non-contributors, in no. my opinion, this right. year. All four have to be important parts of this football team. Yeah, and, and you need a lot. You need to get a lot out of. You didn't get anything out of the middle rounds last year, mostly because of injury, because of Geis and Jerron Christian and company. So and Troy Epke. I and, think Settle might Settle might come on a little bit this year. Yeah, which Settle it, played a little Settle late plays, this yeah. season. Yeah, it, I think Settle for where you got him and the potential he showed is. Deron Payne's supposed to be really good, right, and he right. was really good. Tim Settle looks like he was your best draft pick. But to be honest with you, I mean, Settle, uh, Settle needed a year to groom, and next year Settle... Yeah, NFL think about those four guys, Ioannidis, Allen, Payne, and Settle. That's that's a pretty... Yeah. pretty. I don't think you need to draft a defensive lineman. I, well, You might, but I don't think you need Ioannidis to. is going into a contract year, and with the money you're going to have to pay Allen and Payne, you might want to... Kind of, look, but we're talking 2020 issues. Right. Plenty of 2019. Creek, you got to keep the Golden Creek. Come on, <laughs> yeah. I know I you're voting for the God, Golden he's Creek. He's got to stick around. He's, he's got one great. of the best sack dances too. The, the Fortnite. You want to try that for the folks? Nope. Larry, do you want to try the sack dance? No, no. The, you know what we're the, talking about? What floss? Yeah, yeah. The floss. yeah, yeah Larry knows flossing. All right. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to show anybody up. I love to see Mitch the bar tonight. After dinner? Uh, after dinner? We're going to dinner night, right? Larry's buying dinner. us dinner. At I Denver. never said that. I said I had a reservation. <laughs> I said I had a reservation. I'll buy the shrimp cocktail for you guys. Sold. How's Sold. that? That's How's that? Just stick a couple of your nose down. Into that. Everybody's I, into it. I might throw that up on Twitter. I might uh, I might do a live from St. Elmo's tonight when we eat our shrimp cocktail. Let's do that. We were talking close about doing fun, it. Right? Extreme close-up of your face. We were talking right about there. doing it. Live on the app. Well, we're well. What we are going to do in Friday's show, our, our wrap up of the week, is you can buy. So St. Elmo's is famous. St. Elmo's, for everybody that doesn't know, is a famous steakhouse here in Indianapolis. We talked to Chris Sims about it too. He, did you hear what Sims said? He picked the St. Elmo's. He said it's what do you call it? The Lambo Steakhouse, which is pretty great. And they're famous for their cocktail sauce that comes with the shrimp cocktail. You get it with every steak. Everybody gets it. No, you got to buy it. They don't get it. You don't get it. You okay. Get, and you also the unusual thing is you have the you have the choice of tomato juice or bean soup. I know that as, is as a uh, as a compliment to your meal. And there's only there's only those two choices. Quite odd. You know, the the, the, the bean <laughs> soup is pretty good though. I had it. But who's I've never had the tomato juice. Shot of tomato juice before you get your salad. I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't. They, they do some weird things there. But the cocktail <laughs> sauce. What happened to Mitch? The, I don't know. Mitch hey, is taking care of things. Taking a powder. Um, the cocktail sauce is outrageously you know, you know spicy. What's, you know what's in I there. think they must get fresh horseradish or something. They do. They grind fresh horseradish and uh, uh, and also put some hot sauce in there. A and lot. I, have, I am such a big fan. I, I yeah, online purchased a six-pack of the sauce. There you go. And they sent it to me. And by the time I got to the third bottle, it wasn't hot anymore. 
Because, because you it, it has to be fresh. Ah, and, okay. and there'll be no preservatives in there. So if you're going to do that, if you're going to do that, just make sure you're eat, you got a lot of shrimp and you're very hungry. So we're going to bring <laughs> it live here. On Friday, we're going to eat it for you guys. Um, what we need to do now, though, we need to get to Chris Sims because Chris Sims was great. As astute listeners of the podcast know two things. One, I'm still having computer trouble. That's why we have this gigantic brick of a computer hey, here. Hey, 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 hey. I, Mitch, big man, big computer. Big man, big computer. That's the way we work. It's got um, a lot of memory. <laughs> it's got a lot of <laughs> It's not working. No, no, it's this a, one works perfectly it fine. It does work fine. Okay, Yeah, this is, this is a working computer. Log it into Twitter, then. My Twitter or yours? I don't know. We'll figure that out. Log on your password. Uh, yeah, I'd love to do that. That's a great idea. And that's how you get hacked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't give me this hack point. stuff. Okay, that's how you get hacked. Before we go to Sims, I want to talk a little bit about Drew Locke. And you, you know that he's the quarterbacks are going to pop during this combine process. That, that is what happens, right? Somebody we know will that's going Somebody to will move forward. Somebody will move back. I, Wait until I, they measure Kyler Murray. What do you think? What do you, you think how we much do you think that matters for that kid? Uh, we five I think 10? it matters. I mean, I remember back here in 2012 that the anticipation on RG3's height was just ridiculous. And uh, maybe not the same. It, actually, it's more important for Kyler because uh, Oklahoma lists him at 5'9 and 7'8, I believe. And that's the school that lists him at that. So if he comes in at 5'8, but he's up, but they, they say he's up over 200 pounds now. 206 was well, the... Uh, he's growing the wrong... He needs to grow up instead of... You know, <laughs> I think what you're saying here, though, and, and you're going to hear Chris Sims talk about it. He's done a lot more research on this than me. Uh, and nobody likes to get hit. But Kyler Murray is not a big man, right? And so you have to you have to have some concern over that if you're gonna if you're gonna spend a first round pick on him. He but can I know play, this, though, man. he can throw the football. We'll He's see asked. how much that speed is able to translate to. That's my that's my big question. Well, and how much hard to, he is translate? hard to get to. He does not. And, and Chris he is was hard talk about for it. for college linebackers to get to. Uh, you're right. You're when right. they played Bama, he got he, Bama got to him a little bit, and he. he go, if you can get to him, you know how hard it is to take down Ben Roethlisberger. You know how hard it is to take down Carson Wentz. That's not going to be this guy. If you get a hand on him, he's going to go down. Yeah, but if you don't, he's going to get 15 yards. Right, exactly. Well, so that's, that's, the exactly. that's the difference. You right. see the whole QB big board here, though. Um, I have long thought Haskins is probably the top prospect. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure that Kyler's not going to overtake him. I think you're a Haskins guy. I'm definitely a Haskins guy. Over I'm, Kyler. I'm a few guys over Kyler, but yeah. Sean Springs a Haskins guy. Well, a big Haskins guy. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> a big that's an guy. Ohio State thing. Well, yeah. and We've dug in on this a little bit, but I I think Kyler could be a very good quarterback in the NFL in the right system if somebody's going to build their offense around him. I don't know that he's going to step in and be able to run every offense in the NFL. And I think that there are guys available that can step into just about any situation. Oh, you got you got to build your offense around a guy like that. You're not going to right. Have, and, and so around if, Haskins, you're saying? No, he's saying around I, Kyler. I'm talking about Kyler. Oh, sure. Haskins, I mean, we talk about the Redskins, of course. And I think you know, if, who knows? Either of those guys going to be around in 15? I don't think so. I don't. Think I really so. I don't, don't think so. I, I think and, three and guys I, are Giants are taking 15. a quarterback, right? They have Giants, Giants Jags, have Dolphins. It's hard to imagine they don't. Giants, Jags, Dolphins, all pick ahead of the Skins. Well, all have to make a mistake. I don't know. And Daniel Jones, you know, you know, again, you're going to hear Chris Chris uh, Sims talk about it, but I like Daniel Jones. I'm sorry, I like Daniel Jones. Don't I, be you sorry, pick, Larry. You're picking him you too high. Like Larry, picking him too You high. and I are in the same boat. I, I like have, Daniel Jones a lot I, too. I, there has not been a. Have duel. you talked to him? No, never met the man. Have you talked to him? I heard. I, I, you talked to him? In Mobile. Yeah, that's in right. Mobile. I believe Mobile. it aired on Redskins Nation. It did indeed. Um, I watched that interview. And Redskins 100. interview, by the way. By. I have a hard time believing 
I think for Daniel Jones, yes. going to the Giants might be a great situation because Eli's going to start, and Eli's going to be the guy. Well, Daniel, Daniel Jones emulates the Mannings. Sure. He's a Cutcliffe, and, and Cutcliffe of course, right, the whole, that whole thing. So if fans don't understand what that means, David Cutcliffe coached Peyton at Tennessee. Right. Then Ole Miss hired Cutcliffe away from Tennessee to be the head coach, and he got Eli to Ole Miss. Right. And then Cutcliffe is now at Duke. Yes. Daniel Jones is a Duke guy, obviously. I think he is going to have to grow personally where he as a in some more vocal leadership role. I, I cannot imagine him All these guys leading are an NFL huddle. Will Greer. You, you talked about Will Greer uh, on Redskins Nation. In fact, today on Redskins Nation, you are referred to by a viewer about your comments about Will Greer. Ooh. And I expounded on that, on, speaking on your behalf. But Will Greer... Is a married man with a child. He's got a different That's level. That's grown of up. That, he's a different level of he's at a different level of maturity as a yeah. person. You know, all these guys are different. I'm That's a married what, man with two children. Well, how, how, to be how, what would you say that? is my level of maturity? Uh, rather low, actually, considering <laughs> you have uh, two children and you are a responsible individual. But responsibility and maturity are two different things. Indeed, yes. okay, indeed. You, you, you take do, care of your responsibility. He does take care of responsibilities, but I take the care of my level, kids. You just don't always <laughs> show the most maturity. Take care of my kids. That's right. That's right. I am generally mature. I think. Uh, Generally. Like, yeah, I would think in, a, I would, in, in public. In, in, in most, as a generality, yes. Yeah, but yeah. most of the time. But last night, totally immature. I, mean, I was going to say, when you throw some, I went home before you. When you throw some brown liquor at him, that's but, what problems I went home. I went to my hotel room and went to To see sleep. all that grease from that fried chicken all over your face, the way you went after and those. Shirt. And shirt. That fried chicken was tremendous. It was tremendous. That is so, I now, sit I'm a Popeye's loyalist. I sit down, and immediately I'm told by this man, oh, you got to try the fried chicken. chicken. So I ordered and the hot honey, and I ordered the fried chicken, and boom, it was there in like two minutes. They cranked that stuff out. It was so good. Wow, I, I might, go back. Table, I might we go, back. Table, I go back. There. We had a I would table go back five there. or six. I think we we made about a half dozen different orders. Oh yeah, it, like, between so it was the three of us: Tarek El Bashir, Dave Zangaro, who covers the Eagles. Ben Standing was with us. Who's going to join us later? And. Between the six of us, I bet it was a bad day for chickens worldwide. We we did we did pretty we did solid some work. Damage, the yeah. place was called the Eagle. It's yeah. on Massachusetts Re- Avenue in Indianapolis. Recommended, fantastic. Highly. Recommended highly. Great really people good. there. Yep. The, the chickens outstanding, and the collards were good too. The collards were very good. The collards were very um, good. Are you a Popeyes or a KFC guy? This is an oh, important I'm, debate. I'm neither. What? I mean, I'm Chick Fil A guy, man. That's what, if I'm going to get chicken, I'm going to Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A is good, but you're not getting a bucket chick- of chicken at Chick Fil A. Right. Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, we, I got an air fryer at home, dude. My boy, how one loud is that? How loud is it? When no, you no, it? no, no, nothing. So are you frying your own chicken? Not me. Or people wife. in my your wife home? does. My wife does. Yeah. Um, yes, and you know what? It's a great invention. It's a great invention. You put one spoon of oil in there. And it, it's not exactly the same, but it's, but it's darn good. And is what was crispy? interesting, yes, it is crispy. And what was interesting last night was the spiciness of oh, that, yeah. Oh, that yeah. chicken. Oh, yeah. So before we go any further on fried chicken talk, <laughs> oh. um, let's get back to the NFL draft. Yes, let's get it, It's time to hear from Chris Sims. Larry probably has coaches um, and, and heading, executives heading to, see to Jay talk Green to. right now and, uh, and the viewers out there Thank on NBC Sports Washington. We're going to be the it. beneficiary of the interviews. And uh and you guys are great. I'll see you at St. Elmo's tonight. That sounds, sounds good. good. That's a deal. Let's sounds go to Chris good. Sims. Big, 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 big thanks to our guest, Chris Sims, NBC Sports. 
Recently got a, a big promotion, a well-earned promotion over there. Chris, thank, thank you. you for sitting down with us. I don't know if I earned it. I tricked him, nonetheless, to give them to me. So, uh, yeah, I'm no longer Bleacher Report. I'm NBC Sports full-time. Uh, it's really cool between pro football talk and, you know, the pregame uh, Sunday night football show. Uh, and now I'll do all my podcasts and things through NBC too, so it's it's cool. I'm excited for it. Well, and I will say, as a, as a you know an NBC regional outlet, you just coming on and doing the Facebook lives with us once a week that we do around Redskins 100. It, it's just fun. Like, Thanks a lot. It's fun. You guys are fun, so I hope you know that you make it out easy with to go out there. I mean, we <laughs> miss that B Mitch isn't here because right. whenever he gets you, you guys talking, it's always entertaining. And then he'll tell like stories about your dad and stuff, which is is pretty spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're here in Indy. You get the ear of so many coaches, GMs, scouts, everything. Right. Um, what everybody with the skins wants to know is what on earth is going to happen? Alex Smith is not going to play in 2019. I wouldn't think so. They haven't right? said it yet. But, yes. I mean, we all have seen the cast and, and how it looks. Yeah, some players have made comments, and Bruce Allen can say whatever he wants. But, yes, it does not look that way. Right. <laughs> right. What do you think they should do with Alex's future, even for 2020, so uncertain. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a that's a great question, and I need to look at the finer details of his contract to know like when. It's a lot of cash. I know, I know, and they're not getting out of it anytime soon. Right. So you know, the the big thing I think that the Washington Redskins, as far as just the quarterback position in general, is yeah, I think they have to start approaching it like we don't know if we're going to really have a franchise quarterback anytime soon, if ever again. So we might have to just turn the page and go. Now you draft a quarterback, a rookie quarterback. As you know, I'm not giving you anything you don't know. Is you know, the, the contract is very favorable to an organization sure. when you have a rookie quarterback. The real, the big thing is the Redskins just need to figure out: Are they comfortable with a Colt McCoy taking over the job if he gets a full off season and becomes a starting quarterback, or is there a quarterback they fancy this year in the draft to where they go, "Ooh, you know what? I know we got Colt McCoy and Alex Smith, but this guy, like." I, I just he's the guy for me and our staff and our, our all our evaluators and just really making the decision on where you are in that quarterback conversation and then if you feel like okay you know what we don't have anything we don't feel comfortable with McCoy and Alex Smith in that situation and you want to make a move this is a year I mean you to me they they could they're in that quarterback territory 15, yeah right so I want to ask you specifically about Colt and then about the kind of sure. four quarterbacks that are popping as potential first-rounders. Right. Um, you're a Texas guy. Colt's a Texas guy. Yes. I, I have long thought that Colt is a capable NFL quarterback. Right. He, he can move the ball up and down the field. Right. He's, he's going to take chances. He's going to turn the ball over, but he'll make some plays yes. too. Yes. The, the injuries have always kind of derailed him when he's gotten spots. Do you – do you think Colt McCoy, as your quarterback, could get the Redskins were in the playoff conversation? They were yeah. six and three when right. Smith went down. Right. What, what do you think the ceiling is of a Colt McCoy quarterback team? Well, I, I think it's. I think you could go to the playoffs with Colt McCoy. You know, I'll I'll say it like this, and this might sound demeaning, and I don't certainly mean it to be that way, but I'm paid to evaluate football and do that. Uh, you know, what's really the difference between Alex Smith and Colt McCoy? Other than just opportunity or maybe misevaluation in the draft, right? Alex, durability. So, yes, durability is Colton the number one injuries. thing. Yeah, sure. Number one thing. But I just, yes, so that is certainly, that's your, that point is probably the number one thing where you go, there's the difference. But as far as, like, skill set and just what, the, what they bring to the table at the quarterback position, I don't think it's that far off. 
you know, again, you know, we got to remember Alex Smith got a number of years of being really average to below average, but he was the number one pick of the 49ers, and they were going to throw him out there, and they were going to formulate a game plan to make sure he didn't mess it up, and we're going to play defense, and we're going to run the ball with Frank Gore and do all of those things to where not a lot was asked of him. And then he kind of grew and got better and better from there. But I still think Colt McCoy, if he can stay healthy, he can lead a team to the playoffs. I mean, Again, it's about the team. We've, we're in this generation right now where it's the quarterback, the quarterback, the quarterback, the quarterback, the quarterback. He's the only reason we win. He's the only reason we lose. It doesn't really matter about the 21 other guys on the field anymore. And, no, I think if there's a proper team around Colt McCoy, uh, that he can bring you to the playoffs. But health is a big issue. And just where you are as the state of your franchise and where you want to go with your next move, I think, is the other big issue. Well, they started, they started the year well. Obviously, they were 6-3. and three. Yeah by running ball and playing defense. Exactly right. So they didn't need a lot from Alex. No, nothing so he didn't turn the ball over. They didn't right. turn that, the ball over. That's the Right. So Colt can text the ball. Yes. And that's, that's one of the things thing. about Colt is that he's a little bit of a risk taker. So He is a risk taker. Maybe they'll score. Well, maybe that's that's where I was going right. to go with you. You know, like, you know, I think franchise quarterbacks win games. I think Alex Smith is more of doesn't lose games, okay? Sure. That's where I would say the difference is there. And, yes, I mean, I came on your show during the season yep. and a number of other radio Check stations. Check down Charlie, I believe, was right, the quote. exactly, <laughs> where people were always going, well, what's wrong with this Redskins offense? Why aren't they more aggressive throwing the ball down the field? And I just wanted to go, have you not watched Alex Smith for the last four to five years? This is just what he does. He manages the game that way, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not going to be pretty, and it might not always help you win against the upper echelon teams right. that way. And I think that's ultimately what led to Kansas City drafting Patrick Mahomes, where they said, hey, we have a really good team, but we're missing those four or five plays a game that get us over the edge, like when they lost to Pittsburgh, and, and you know, Kansas sure. City lost to Pittsburgh in the divisional yep. playoff game and those things, to where that's where you need a quarterback that will take some chances and make some plays. And, and to that point, even yeah. in the Skins' good start in 2019, they got boat raced by the Saints, yes. they lost to the Colts. When they did when those face, games went that right, way, better teams. The Falcons. That's a good the, point. Yeah, yes. And, so, all right, right. right. Yeah. Let's talk then about the options that could be there at 15. Yes. I don't think Kyler Murray or Dwayne Haskins last to 15. But, I don't think so either. But what do you think of them as players? Um, so, to me, I'll just start off with this. I think there's three that separate themselves. I think Murray, Locke, and Haskins Locke, are, okay. I do, yeah. Wow. Again, I, I look, I, you know, again, I think with a lot of value, you got to evaluate the player. Now, you know, you got to remember – yeah, Missouri, you're going to look at stats and you're going to look at their record and go, well, he can't be that good. And it goes back to what I was just saying, quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. No, Missouri was the lesser team on the field almost every game in the sure. SEC, right? Well, they like they're supposed to get crushed by Baylor. Exactly. Yeah. There's coaching issues. I don't care if they, put, I don't, if they put Aaron Rodgers in that game and put him in Missouri against Alabama, they were still going to get dominated by Alabama. Right. It didn't matter. So I hate that aspect of the evaluation process where we go, well, he didn't show up in the big games against Georgia and Alabama. Yeah, he didn't show up because his team was severely overmatched, sure. and there's only so much you can do. But getting back to your question, um, Murray is phenomenal. I mean, I don't. Murray does not have a weakness. I don't. Other than the size, the size you're right. going to have to be comfortable with that. And I would say the number one thing that jumped out to me on film is along those lines is, you know, when he did get squared up and hit a few times and really took a big shot, 
he was slow to get up, and things like that do scare me. But from everything else where I think you're about to say, too, there's nothing else that's negative about Kyler Murray. I think I would make him my number one quarterback right now. And I'm not done with my total evaluation, but I rarely change once I kind of make it. Last year was the first year I ever did that. But I think Kyler Murray would be Who my was your number, number one. one last year? Uh, last year, my number one was Josh Allen. Okay. Yeah. I was a Darnold guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, yes. But last year was a tough year because sure. all five were good. And so different. And all different. And none of them had real glaring weaknesses. It was a special year. I think it was a special class what we saw. Um, but Haskins yeah. then. Haskins, okay. I mean, big, strong guy, fearless in the pocket. His arm is stronger than I gave it credit for. I mean, the I, questions are about the deep ball, right? The, the deep ball, yes, certainly. I mean, they didn't throw the ball that deep at right. Ohio State. That was one of the things that was a little like when I watched the film. I was like, damn, this is his ninth throw of the game, and it's his eighth screen pass. Like, you know, and again, now people will tell you he's accurate. And yet some other quarterback who doesn't get to throw 10 screens a game, they're going to go, oh, he's got accuracy That's what problems. I want to ask you about Locke. So, right, that's where it's going to go. And I'm going to go, well, here, I can show you. Ten, you're, you're talking about the eight completions that were behind the line of scrimmage that are making the difference in your evaluation there. I fought this thing with Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen last year where everyone was like, oh, Josh Allen, inaccuracy. And I go, Baker Mayfield on average threw 9 to 10 screens a game more than Josh Allen. That was basically your completion percentage argument that everybody was going crazy about. But regardless um, – Yes, Haskins, it's a little bit of a different motion. Uh, it's, he kind of drops the ball, but he can do it very quickly, can get the ball out of his hands. The thing that impressed me the most, when he had people around him in the pocket and people hanging on him and his feet were off kilter, man, could he make some impressive throws. And I think that's what's really going to catch the eye of a lot of uh, you know evaluators. But the other side of it is, yeah, I still think there's some refining to do when the pocket was clean. And there is a guy wide open. The ball can kind of go all over the place at times because his elbow will get real low and he'll sail the ball high at times. Very impressive. Certainly a top 15 pick in my eyes. Um, but I think I would probably take Drew Locke over him wow. to go there. Over yeah. Haskins? Over I Haskins. would. I wow. would probably go Murray, Locke, and then Haskins. And it's very close. But one of the things I wrote down at the end when I got done with evaluating, especially these three, I wrote, well, so what's the difference between Haskins and Locke? What are we talking about here? Are we, are we just Ohio State and what, that sure. they won games yeah. because he's got a bunch of first-rounders around him all over the field? Um, but Locke, It helps when there's All-Americans. Exactly all right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. right. Yes, right. I mean, you got, you know, your whole defensive line is going to, you know, he didn't have to. So people with Locke, Locke, his biggest weakness that we started there, yeah, there's some dumb interceptions every game. But I would also go, he wasn't afforded the luxury of going, well, I don't have to take a chance here. I can punt it and my defense will hold them and we'll get it back. See, those are things Dwayne Haskins was afforded to, especially early on in the year when he was still getting used to being the starting quarterback. Locke, I understand there's some bad interceptions here and there, but not as bad as I thought as far as listening to everybody in the media before I turned it on. But I think Locke is a very natural thrower of the football. I mean, it's effortless. is is off the chart. Right. I mean, you know, off-schedule throws, again, people around him in the pocket, which – you know, 70% of your throws in the NFL are going to be you're not in a perfect position and you got people at your feet or somebody's around your shoulders and you got to make a throw because he's open and the coach is going to tell you, damn, he was open. I don't care that people are around you in the meeting the next day and you got to get it done. And that's where I think Locke really kind of jumped off the screen to me as some of those type of plays. So, so I look at completion percentage. Yeah. And, and for me... That's okay. I'm not saying you should. Sure. Well, it's right. all part of a, a, a picture, a big right? big thing, right. But... 
for me, a baseline is at least 60%. Yes. Because I don't know how much more accurate you get once you get to the pros, where right. things get harder. What is, is there a, a stat you would point to instead of that, or a different baseline where you want to see guys at? I hate when people use yards per completion, right? It should be yards per, per attempt, attempt, right? Yeah. Okay, that should be the first thing. Or wait, I'm, 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 I might be opposite there. I want to use... So yards per attempt has become the in vogue stat. Yes, I want to use yards per completion. I want to use that. Even because, though that's dependent on a receiver. And, yeah, but you can get, you know, you could throw, if you go by yards per attempt, you can throw 10 balls behind the line of scrimmage and the receiver runs for 10 yards. You go, look, that's 10 yards per attempt. Right. And then I'm going to go, there's another guy that threw the ball 50 yards down the field 50 times in a row because that's what his offense asked him for. And he only completed one. And we go, that's one yard per attempt. That doesn't make sense. So you have to evaluate what's being asked of the quarterback, the talent around him, you know, the offensive line, pass protection. I don't necessarily look at a number. I don't really care and go, oh, this number is my fancy. You know, uh, I look at were there people open and was he missing them egregiously and consistently? If not, no. I mean, if he missed a throw and the guy was tightly covered and he has somebody around him, I'm not going to grade it as harshly as, okay, the guy was wide open and you should have knocked it in his chest every time, 100 out of 100. That's when I get concerned. So I think you have to ask all those things. What's being asked? What's the offense doing? The talent around him? All of those things, I think, go into the completion percentage conversation. That's what I argued, again, with Josh Allen last year. You know, he turned on games. had a giant arm, too. giant arm. I mean, we didn't. Nobody on his team is going to the NFL. Nobody expected him to run the way he ran. No, but it's it's special yeah. attributes. And then you know you turn on some games and you go, well, he's playing in a snow blizzard, so it's kind of hard to have a real good completion <laughs> percentage. And like I said, also when you go into a lot of those games, you go, damn, he never got to throw easy screens or anything like that to where it helps boost the completion percentage. So I just try to take it all into I account. I will never forget with Josh Allen in Mobile last year, a, a scout that I'm friends with, we were talking, just kind of going through that quarterback class last year had a yeah. lot, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so what do you think of Josh Allen? And direct quote, I, I'll always remember it, that MF is going to win Super Bowls. I People like him. If you're in on Josh Allen, you're all the way in. I, I, I was one of those guys, certainly. Yeah. yeah, I just, again, I think we were, last year, Josh Allen's negatives were the team of Wyoming. Right, and sure. And they weren't Josh Allen's issues. I mean, there was a number of games where I went, holy sh- crap, I almost said the S <laughs> word. Yeah. I said, right. holy crap. It's an app. It's the 12th yeah. pass of the game, and it's been a free-for-all as far as pass protection on all 12 passes, like where nobody blocks anybody, right. and he's under pressure, and yet we were going to evaluate him because he missed the throw, and I want to go, damn, nobody on earth can make that throw with right. four people hitting them at the same time. So, uh, you know, those are all things you have to take into account as you evaluate. I got one real, one real quick. Yeah. Yep. At 15, quarterback, I'm boxing you in on today, February 27th. Who the Redskins take at number 15? I think if they're going to want a quarterback, let's just go there, they're going to have to move up. I do. I think those guys are going to be gone by the top 15. I really do. I I think at the end of the day, quarterback, and I do think they stand alone. Like the Daniel Jones of the world, who I like, but I don't think he's physically in the class of those three. You know, I like the Jared Stidham kid, too, and i got to do a little bit more of a deeper dive before it, but I do, I think they're the next Greer, right? Those are the next phase down. Ryan Finley, I think. Right, Ryan Finley in that that category, too. Um, So, at 15, I mean, if they want a quarterback, I think they're going to have to move up as my my baseline right there. Now, as far as more in-depth positions and that, right, right. come back to me in a few weeks when I get a little deeper into this, and I'll give you some all good good around draft talk, and I'll really sure. be you know knee deep. Well, in, and that's in what we're here this week for is to, to just really kind of get start started. Yeah, right, exactly, exactly right. Um, St. Elmo's or Prime? 
Oh, uh, I got to go with St. Elmo's. It's the tradition. I, I, it's okay. the, it is the tradition. I mean, Prime is really good. I'm going to eat there tomorrow night, so I can't we'll say see that. We'll see. But but St. Elmo's, it's like it's like the Lambo field of steakhouses. It, that's a great you know? comparison. <laughs> and then I didn't get the button, the top button. Yeah, memo. that's the that's the look. Mitch is that's doing the look. it. Hey, no, hey. Chris always does it. So are you now converted? Always? Are you in the always camp? Just, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I'm just in. convert. You just gotta I'm do in. it. I'm in. Don't dip your toe in. Just no, jump in there. This is me dipping my toe in. I think I like it. So <laughs> okay. It might not change. <laughs> You've been very gracious with your time. Always with us. And thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate thank it. You. Thanks. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Chris Sims, you get why he's on Sunday Night Football and Notre Dame Football and Pro Football Talk. Dude is fantastic. Absolutely. I mean, what an analyst. Um, I have a major announcement before we go any further. Your computer's working? My computer's working. It appears to be working. This is uh, this is a really big deal, folks. I, I hope I hope everybody understands. I like this. Hold on. I like this. For everyone who's watching at home, you got... My computer is Mitch <laughs> size. Seem appropriate and then you got size. GP with his with his appropriate I size. I'm also computers. such a donkey. Why did I put the sticker here? I don't know. There's been a lot of, of consternation about that too. I, well, I I gotta I gotta. What one of the bosses asked me to move it, yes. and I said I'll try. But did, credit to the NBC sticker folks <laughs> because this thing ain't moving. And. Uh, that's where that's where she lives. We'll now. add a couple more and make it like tic tac toe across the back. There we go. That's a good idea. Um, My hello. biggest thing from Chris. Oh, well, can we introduce our guest? Let's welcome our guest. Ben Standig is joining us. Standig is our draft guy. You are our draft. You are NBC Sports Washington's Mel Kuyper. Is that true? How does that feel? I wish I had his hair. He's got some. If I have his hair when I'm that when I'm that. You have a lot of hair. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But Sam, you know, you want it to keep going at that age. He's good. By you the know, way, if you poofed up the front of it like JP did, you'd be getting. You'd be <laughs> well, getting that, there. That, that, that that's when that's another level of, of stardom. I can't do that until. <laughs> but by the way, can I just say the only reason I'm really here is to talk about your terrible diehard take on Twitter the other day. Die oh, Hard no. Two is better than Die Hard. That we is, have a lot of real football to discuss, oh, Ben. That's terrible. You it, heard it, it was not Die Hard Two. Which is an important clarification. Oh. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh, it's even worse. Die Hard with a Vengeance is fantastic, and I'll fist fight anybody that says different. All right, Chris Sims went deep on quarterbacks. Let's go deep on quarterbacks. He likes uh, Drew Locke more than Dwayne Haskins, and thought Daniel Jones was in a second was in a second tier. He said three guys are, yeah. are clearly above the rest, and, and for me, I, I have thought Murray and Haskins. He's putting Drew Locke in there, and, and, you, and you didn't like. You thought Locke was. Even further back. I, I am I am willing to have a conversation here because astute listeners of the pod know that that for me and and I asked him this I, yeah completion percentage matters to me Drew Locke has been wildly inaccurate and throws a lot of picks so based on that I, I was willing to kind of distance myself from Drew Locke but listening to Sims talk you gotta you gotta be honest 
it, it's intriguing. And, and I know, and I've talked to scouts about his arm talent, and the arm talent is through the roof. There's, there's no question about that. He can make every throw. You think guys will get smarter over time as well. Look at this, Ben. The Ben Ooh. standing mock draft. Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat at at, at, 15 15 to the skins. This must be an old one. Are you still predicting that? This is the one I did. I think it'll be uh, like a week week and a half. How many mock drafts are you churning out, by the way? I think technically this is number 14 since I started, which I started during the college football season. 14.0. Yeah, 14. I mean, Montez Sweat, I think he's moving up. So, I mean, and, and that's actually kind of what I was thinking just based on his production and, and looking at him. So, I think he's moving up pass rushers like quarterbacks typically do. But uh, to me, like, I continue to have the Redskins not taking a quarterback at 15. Even if Sweat's not there, I won't have them take one. I, I just don't see it. I think more of the veteran. I know you wrote about this the other day. Whomever it may be, it seems like that's more of the, 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 the route. Um, but, but to your point about Locke and, and, and Sims' take, look, obviously, like you said, Chris Sims is very credible. You, you buy what he said. But when you take in totality everybody's assessment, I think what I'm getting out of this is that I don't know if anybody really buys into this quarterback class a ton. Last year, they were all in on those top guys, put them to the top. I think this year the consensus is all over the map, both in terms of who they like, but also like, eh, are they really worth it taking a guy that early? I don't get the sense that people are all in love with these guys. I think, I think with Murray it's going to come. And, and I think one of the most important things – from what Chris Sims said, if the Skins want one of these guys, they're going to have to move up to get him. Yeah. I think that's on the table. And that is not based on real – that's just my speculation, right? But we talked with Larry about the draft picks they have. They have four picks four in the, the top, top 100. 100. The, I, what level of irony would it be if the Kirk Cousins compensation pick <laughs> nets the Redskins a new quarterback? Right. I mean, you know it would be great? Will Greer in that spot? In what spot? At ninety six? Yeah, he's going. You are you and Paranoid Pete, man. No one's allowed to attack success. If you think if you think Murray or Haskins is the guy, I'm not. I'm not against attacking success. I think they're getting. I think that's aggressive. Getting and going, get a quarterback. Well, I mean, just to weigh in on this, like my thinking is simply. At some point, the coaching staff has got to win some games. If Jay Gruden, they've missed the playoffs four out of five. Not just years. the coaching staff, the yeah, front, office, front office, everybody. Too. And to that end, even if Kyler Murray or Dwayne Haskins, any of those guys, is all that, realistically, a rookie quarterback does not mean it's unlikely, especially with the team the Redskins have, to be a playoff team next sure. year. And well, and Sim said that Colt McCoy could get you to the playoffs. I, I, Colt, I, he was saying Colt could get you to the playoffs. If As a starter. Uh, if they're playing that, uh, if they're running the ball well and playing good D. You clearly disagree. I haven't seen You're anything. You're making odd voting Well, noises. I mean, for one. Well, that was a strange noise. <laughs> for one, him staying healthy over the course of a season is, is in doubt. And just two, I, look, he's been a backup for a long time. I think he's very good. He's a guy that can come in, get hot off the bench, maybe play a game or two. Over 16 games, I, I just don't see it. And you think it's the talent, not the injury situation? Yeah, I mean, I just think the, the turnovers, are, there, there's too many of them. I, I would not feel good about Colt McCoy. Like, if you if they did draft a quarterback early and Colt McCoy was the veteran stopgap until they felt that guy was ready, fine. But if you're telling me Colt McCoy is the guy and that's the plan, I would struggle to be excited about that. Um, my guy James Loney on Twitter just told me to stop it right now. You're going to have to explain what you want me to stop because I'm the not going to stop. Quarterback in the first round. <laughs> or quarterback at 15 or trading up. I, I'm, well, I'm not going to stop, James Loney. So sorry. I, I think that's how you win games in the NFL, largely. It, 
a quarterback can make a bigger difference than anybody else on a roster. Um, the player I, I really like at 15, if they don't go quarterback, is Devin White, the LSU linebacker. You think he lasts to 15? I don't know if I see that. I mean, I think he's just my assessment and talking to people. He, to me, he seems like a top 10 talent. Now, again, position that could change where he goes in the draft. Something tells me he goes higher up in the draft. I mean, this is a draft loaded with defensive guys, as I'm sure you guys have talked about plenty. Uh, I had somebody just tell me that there could be like, 20, based on their board, 26 or so defensive players go in round one if we're just talking about wow. talent. Not necessarily how it'll go based sure. on need, but based on talent. I think Devin White's a guy that's going to go pretty high. He's the best inside linebacker in this draft. And there's also not a ton of inside linebackers projected to go early. So if you want one, that, that, that's a guy that's a big talent. Well, it's the two right. Devins. The two Devins, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Devin no, Devin White, Bush Devin is the Bush other one. The two two stacked linebackers right. that, that look like they're going to uh, we got go We got there. some news. We got news? We got some news. The Eagles are not going to use the franchise tag on Nick Foles. I told you this two weeks ago. The, for everybody that screamed how poorly the Redskins handled Kirk Cousins, the Eagles are about to let Nick Foles walk, and all they're going to get is a compensation pick. When you get into that sort of quarterback situation, you don't have many options, and, and that's what the Eagles are, are going to show. Nick Foles is going to hit free agency. Nick Foles is going to get paid. paid. Nick Foles is not going to be a Washington Redskin. Doesn't seem like it, right? I mean, they don't have any money. Right. And you seem like Jacksonville sitting there. I don't know exactly Jacksonville salary cap, but they desperately need a quarterback, and they're the type of team. Well, when, when you look at Miami, that, Jacksonville, right. New York, they're. There are a bunch of teams that need quarterbacks. Well, for what it's worth here, they just the, the, the Giants general manager here just said that Eli Manning is their guy next year. Right. So, so maybe they draft the quarterback, but he's saying Eli is the starter. So maybe take them off the Foles train. But if Jacksonville, you've got that defense. If you got a guy like Foles, you immediately get game, yeah, you immediately I mean, get elevated to a you know some level of contender in that conference. Absolutely. I think that's a team you have to imagine is making a big play for Nick Foles. Nick Foles ain't coming to the Redskins. Fair enough. There's not money for him. There's no money. And maybe they how can create... I mean, how much guaranteed is he going to get? So we, well, I was for on the radio with Dukes. Half a season in the Super Bowl. Dude, I was on the radio with Dukes, I believe, at the end season. of 2018. Yeah. When I said, and we took calls on this, would you rather have Kirk or Foles? Like, where, where is Foles in the quarterback rankings in the NFL? It's tough to say, right? Because a lot of people think he's a product of that system. He obviously, you know, was not great prior to the Eagles. And, and he, he did fantastic. But he was great with the, he was great with the Eagles on another system. The, he, he killed it for a year with Chip Kelly, didn't he? He had the two interceptions all season. Yeah. The, the only really bad play we've seen from Nick Foles is when Jeff Fisher was his coach. And, and I think that offensive system should be a part of this conversation, too. Sure. So, so here's one thing I'm wondering. So let's just talk about the free agents. The number of teams right now that need a starting quarterback, the Redskins, we would all probably say Jackson. Probably. I think we're saying well, it. Well, everyone's saying it. What you think of Larry McCoy, Michael's right? saying it. Everyone's, everyone's saying it. All right, so so the Redskins, Jacksonville, Miami, supposedly going to get rid of Ryan Tannehill. That would put them into that mix. That's kind of it, though, right? I mean, if we're saying Eli is staying, then that's kind of it. So based Denver on, hasn't solved their quarterback problems even with Flacco. But I presumably they're not going to make a move to get another one. I, would I, think, I think Denver could still draft I think they're still well, on the board of the draft. Them, but I'm just oh, talking saying free agency. agency. So based on that, if you want to be a starting quarterback, right, if Nick Foles goes to one of those teams, now if you're Ryan Tannehill, you're Teddy Bridgewater, where else are you going if you want to start? That could in some way work the Redskins' way, right? Arizona? Arizona might need a starting quarterback? Maybe, but I mean they, they got the number one pick and they drafted a kid last year. You think they're signing somebody? I'm, I'm saying they might. 
But I mean, you think I, that's I'm off the board? They might not. You think it's off the board? I, yes. If I'm like a, you got the number one pick. Hold on. You got the number one pick, and you took a kid at ten last year in Rosen. Yeah, ten. But you're not you taking, traded up to get. You're not taking quarterback one this year. Kyler. Well, if they do, they're trading Rosen, I would presume. But sure. Arizona's not signing a quarterback. Arizona's not signing a high dollar quarterback. Fine, maybe, maybe, definitely. <laughs> but to that point, don't we you think this therefore helps the Redskins potentially on the free agent market from a cost standpoint? Because if you want to start, that is a premium. There's only 32 jobs. If you want to start, and there's only going to be so many opportunities, Flacco just went off the board. Wouldn't one of these guys say, "Okay, you know what? Maybe I'll take a little bit less to start." Ah, it's, I don't maybe. know, man. There tends to be money in free agency. You got to get there dollars are, when you can. There are ten teams that have more than fifty million dollars in cap space. Sure, two teams have more than a hundred million dollars in cap space. Now those two teams don't need quarterback in the Colts and the Jets. Um, I think there will be cash out there for QBs, especially a guy like Nick Foles. I, I, and I wouldn't put Bridgewater in the same situation. Sure, Bridgewater's not going to get paid like Foles is going to. Yeah, get no, paid. I'm assuming Foles goes to somebody who overpays for the Redskins. I'm talking about when you get beyond that, the Tannehills, the Bridgewaters, whatever's left. Those guys, Tyron Taylors, I kind of wonder, thinking the one of those guys, the Redskins maybe get, I won't say cheap, but maybe a little bit less than we think, just because, look, if you want to start, this is the spot. We'll see. I want to, uh, real quick, my guy, my guy Trevor K at Trevi Doe says, shout out to JP. So I'm saying shout out to Trevi Doe. Say shout out to Trevi Doe. What up, Trevi Doe? Um, plug your Twitter, dude. At Ben Standing, a lot of Redskins, a lot of Wizards. You you need to just go. I've told you this. You gotta, pri- yeah. I've told you this privately. I'm going to say it publicly. Go for it. You need to stop covering the Wizards. You need to just go all in on the draft, on NFL draft and NBA draft. Do I have That a, is the path to stardom for Ben Standing. Do I have a say in that? Maybe you do. I mean, you have, I have, you've got I have the no hair, say. You've got I, the hair I just got maybe. a computer 10 minutes ago. You think I have say in anything? You got AirPods in. I, I do. <laughs> cheating to hear. Yeah. And so I can talk to AJ, our brilliant producer back in Bethesda. Other good news, I know I know what the people want, Mitch. What do the people want? They want Pete Haley. Is that true? <laughs> Pete's not he's not on TV enough. So we the people need more Pete in their lives. All right. And in just a minute or two, we're going to bring Pete on. Pete is a very dear part of this podcast. Pete is our guy. Pete was worried about us being late today cuz we didn't know what time zone we were in. We're we're going to show we're going to explain all of that. But don't worry, Pete is coming up. Um I think Pete's giving us like a Wonderlick test, which He's giving us like a partial Wonderlick test. Oh no. Which is bad if there's math involved, JP, you're screwed. It's the wonder shtick test, AJ says, <laughs> oh boy. which is, is, is pretty fantastic. Um, so people are asking where I think Foles goes, and we can all kind of chime in. I think it's Florida. Whether it's Jacksonville or Miami, I think he's going to the state of Florida. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, Jacksonville certainly you would think has got to make a play. And like Miami, I mean, if they're getting rid of Tannehill, who's you know not a great quarterback, but he's something, you've got to make a play. I mean, He's something. Yeah, he's something. But no, I mean, Nick. Foles, I guess my only question on Miami is: Do they think they're close enough where if Nick you get Nick Foles, you make the playoffs? If they don't, then I, been, I the curse of the Dolphins. I'd say for the last five years, and, and Mitch likes the Dolphins. Has been has been the Pats. I mean, being in the AFC East sure. is is well, pr- pretty also, difficult. Tannehill's spent the past two seasons hurt, hurt, right? So I mean, they, they have talent down there. Yeah, they've got a couple good receivers. Somebody is getting Dwayne Haskins. Somebody is getting Kyler Murray, maybe Drew Locke. So if a Miami makes a play for one of those guys, then seemingly they would be out on Nick Foles. See, that's I, I think I think he goes. I think Foles goes to Jacksonville. Jacksonville, I think, is the most built team ready to win sure. with a quarterback right now. And I think there's a whole lot less risk going with Foles than going 
Kyler or Haskins or whoever else. Let me say this then. For a while, I have said that the Skins should be open to moving up, particularly if they only have to go past 10. So if if one of these guys gets to 10, 11, 12, 13, and the Skins only need to use their compensatory third-round pick from Cousins to move up those couple spots, the way Chris Sims is talking about Drew Locke, other people are going to start talking about oh, Drew Locke absolutely. like that. If, if it goes, I believe Kyler Murray is going to be the first quarterback off the board. That, that, I firmly believe that. Okay. If, if I want to see, see what he stretches out to in height. I don't give a rip. That's what our, my old football coach used to say. I don't give a rip. You're telling me, like, 19, if he's 5'4", no, no, I'm saying, I care. Mid-1990s quarterback, uh, football coach was saying rip. Oh, yeah, Coach White. Because in the 90s, it was a different ball game. But he said lots of things. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot more yeah. color you to be had. Pete White, you see the coach when you were there? I don't think so, but I was more into the basketball team than I was the football team. All right. Much like the fried chicken, the, the two times the producers got in my ears when we start talking old BCC coaches. Um, <laughs> but Coach Wright was there for you, right? He was basketball. My, he, he was also my elementary Is school that, coach to go really insane. Do I hear Pete? I think I hear Pete's music. Yeah. It's time it, to it's bring like, in Pete Haley. It's oh, WWE man. entrance music. All right. Pete, are you like there? Shirt, we, buddy. Hey. Oh, boy. Pete, Rocking you the red. Oh, wow. like you're in a basement. Ben and Pete both wearing the same shirt. There's a newsroom debate going on about who is wearing the red shirt better, and I've gotten more votes than Ben, so please let him know that. Pete, could you look, ahead, look straight ahead, ben, yes, for goodness it. sakes. I'm looking. All right. Pete says he's wearing that shirt better than you're wearing that shirt. Oh, uh, I mean, look, if, if we're going to have the fashion test, I wouldn't argue I do that. think you should button one. Actually, let's see. Let's do this live. Go top button. Go top button, the Mitch. Top I'm button's full Mitch. Go, let's do the it. The top button's a good See, one. Chris oh, man. Sims did it. He looked good. I'll Mid Chris Sims interview, get, I noticed the top button. Weird. I was all on board with it. <laughs> no, all right, Pete's doing it too. Hell, should I do it? Having to get dressed on camera. Oh, I hate this look. This oh, looks boy, terrible. Boy. This is compelling TV. <laughs> oh, JP, that is a look right <laughs> I, uh, I'm bailing out on this immediately. It accentuates the Adam's out. A, I feel uh, like you're going door to door. Pete. Oh boy, Ben. It's not good. Ben looks the worst. <laughs> yeah, <Ben. laughs> Who couldn't have predicted that? I need you to make a uh, a GIF or something of all the top buttons for okay. Instagram. We'll work on that, but right now I want to give be you better guys better than the Instagram that was posted last night. I want to give you guys the Wonderlick test, otherwise known as the Wonder Shtick test. Uh, and the first question here's here. Problem. We can't hear Pete. I can. Ah. All right, then you got to drive because right. I can't hear. Go ahead, Pete. Mitch, you're given the Wonderstick test. You're going to relay the questions. And the first what, one is, is kind of a warm-up. now? His collar's popped. I mean, we're just doing collar pops, too. I'll do it as well. Mitch, the first question. This is kind of a warm-up, like I said. First question. A football field is 100 yards long, and it has two 10-yard end zones. How long is that football field from end to end in feet? A football field is 100 yards long and has two end zones that are 10 yards. How long is that in feet? That's very easy, 360. I kind of wanted to see right. JP Mitch work his way one. through Good. that, but that is easy peasy, I'm well done. he was trying to make me do math there, and you just... You are absolutely right. I'm just going to cheat off uh, the Mitch over there. That's all right. Second question. I'm this here, one I'm has, trying to help out my guy, JP. This one has some moving parts, so Mitch, you got to pay attention here. You love peanut butter and right, jelly sandwiches you. so much that you decide to get a tattoo of one on your arm. The tattoo is going to take okay. four hours. It's a four-hour tattoo, and for that first hour, it's going to cost you $32. But for the next three hours, it's half price. How much does that tattoo cost you to How get? How much does it cost? Yes. All right, you, you got that one, JP? 
But that's I can't hear a thing. I know. I'm, 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 I'm Pete on the podcast. I'm looking at Instagram this on my for, phone. This is for both you guys. The tattoo, you're getting a four-hour tattoo. This is terrible that he's saying it and now you're saying you're it. We're killing this. <laughs> All right. Uh, do this one. It's 80 bucks. Mitch, Mitch, you are. Mitch has the answer. Mitch is killing it in the classroom and well, on the field. We can try one more, but I, I'm, not, I'm not particularly engaged in I this I know, segment. you're not into it. Stop looking at Instagram, I'm JP. Trying. Last one, Mitch. This one could just be for you since you're two for two. I want to see if you can get perfect. All right. We're going. JP wants to, wants to buy his dog some it. new pet toys. And he goes to the pet store and gets three toys, and they're in three shapes. They are a rhombus, a septagon, and a hexagon. How many total sides are on those three toys? Rhombus, septagon, hexagon. Uh, 17 sides. Mitch Tischler is a first-round talent on and off the field. Three for three in the Wonder Stick test. Get that man a PB&J. <laughs> I'll go get me a PB&J. Don't you worry, Pete. Well done, and Ben, you look great, great with the buddy. collar. Thank you for letting me pop it with you, buddy. Now I can hear Pete again. What possible sense does it make that now I can hear Pete again now that the, the, the segment is over? What time is it over there, JP? That's, I, how, that's how life works, man. It's, yo, AJ, do you have the Instagram to show P Pete's well wishes, we'll say? Well wishes, yeah. Are you popping your collar now, Pete? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was trying to. He was Whatever trying to Ben does, I'm doing. So he can do it better than me in every aspect. <laughs> oh boy, Pete, what's your QB big board? Uh, Chris Sims really convinced me of a little bit of Drew Locke. I don't think I have him above Haskins or Murray yet, but now I'm going to start looking at him a little closer because he's starting to get mocked to the Redskins at 15. So I would think I have Locke above Daniel Jones now. I'm still worried about Daniel Jones's one interview he did with you at the Senior Bowl, JP, where he's really quiet. That has completely tarnished Daniel Jones for me. So it's Haskins, Murray, Locke, top three. You know what's interesting, too, is mocked has now become a very different verb than its original intent. Right. I mean, being mocked was something you didn't want at any point. Yeah. And, yeah. Now, and now people want to be mocked. You know, it, it's the verb for where you have somebody going. I still right, get um, mocked regularly on this podcast in the, in the normal form of mock. Well, here's a good reason why. Yes. Pete this morning in a group text thread that Mitch and I and <sighs> AJ and Pete are all on sent us a, a note. He was very worried. Read that for me, Mitch. Pete was worried that we were gonna that we were gonna miss our time Read his slot. brilliant words. Had a dream you guys forgot you're in a different time zone. Don't forget you're in a different time zone. Which <laughs> I responded with, We are East Coast time here, Pete. <laughs> and he said, wow, I am dumb. And that is the elite <laughs> coverage you get with the Redskins Talk podcast. Yep. And what was funny is Mitch and, I, Mitch and I were both fairly polite to Pete. And then AJ just laid the hammer down at the bottom. Yeah. Normally, we are tougher on Pete. I, we were running around doing, I was running around <laughs> doing stuff, so I didn't really get a chance to properly clown him. Well, and I have been reading... I'm now 150 pages into a book. I think and last time we got an update, you were 150 pages 150 too. Pa Actually, I might be more, dude. Yeah, I might be like right on the airplane. I know. And uh, I am a positive person, though. Right. So oh, instead of, of, instead of yeah. being negative, we're just going to mock you yes. here on the stream, Pete. Yeah, and we're just going to mock excuse you Excuse me on, for podcast being life. I talk about pod being life all the time. I just wanted to make sure this got off the ground smoothly. I'm sorry. I woke up in a cold sweat. It was <laughs> the first thing I did this morning, and I embarrassed myself 30 seconds after waking up, which Pete. might be a new record. Pete, if you wanted to make sure this thing went smoothly, <laughs> I don't know that that text was, was the best move. I but tried to help it, in any way I can. So far, so good. We appreciate it. I appreciate that you're thinking about us. How about that? Love you guys. You want him waking up in a, in a cold sweat thinking about you? 
There are worse things. Are there? Uh, I don't know if there are worse things either. Pete. Yes. What is your go-to steak order? We're going out for steak tonight. Uh, I think you guys have, speaking of mocking, mocked me for this. I just do a filet mignon medium rare. I think that's like the most basic order, isn't it? Filet mignon. Filet what? I think he's trying to bring he's, he's trying to be filet French. Filet mignon? I think he's French all of a sudden. Oh, okay. Right. Le Pete. Le Pete. We did <laughs> the cocktail sauce steak, bit I, at St. Elmo's. I'm kind of the filet mignon guy. I don't, need a, I don't go for the, like, 30-ounce. So Pete and Ben are wearing the same shirt <laughs> and like the same steak. Me and Ben are BFFs. Does that mean we get to mock Ben like we mock Pete? Maybe we need to start mocking Ben. Let's right. go. Ben will just quit. He's like, yeah. no, I didn't sign up for this. The first one will be the Ben mock 1.0. And we'll get up to the 14.0, and Boy, we'll be in good shape. If, if, if you if you mock me to 14.0, I'll be in a puddle by the end of it, I'm sure. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to do for Pete. Puddle Pete. Puddle All Pete. Right. All right. Tomorrow, massive, massive show. We're on at 1 o'clock tomorrow. 1 o'clock tomorrow. Because tomorrow morning, we get to talk to Jay Gruden and Doug Williams and possibly Bruce Allen. I don't think we know if we're talking to Bruce yet. So all of those interviews will be in our show tomorrow. We also have... The biggest guest? Yeah. I think that's safe to say. PFT commenter will be joining us right at the top of our show tomorrow at 1 o'clock. He had, if you don't listen to Pardon My Take, I don't know what you're doing. This should be your second favorite podcast, I think, because Pardon My Take is hysterical and they get great guests. PFT is a is a huge star. Um, assuming he is allowed into this room, That's what I was gonna say. he is going to be on the podcast with us. Do you wear sunglasses when he comes on, too? I, maybe I will. You should. I, well, I mean, in is fact, you're button? having me is and Pete dress the, the same. I feel like you guys got to do the same. Is he going to button the top button? That's Will he I'm go with. full Mitch and button the top button? I think that should be a poll question. I don't know. The, the thing is, I don't know that I'm going top button the rest of the week. You, you, bull, whoa, BS. <laughs> you committed to it with Chris Sims. You guys fist pounded on it. We did. You're going to walk that back? I might. Mitch, what, uh, Pete, if you're still there, what do you think of top button Mitch? I don't Top know button Mitch back, so. is yeah. an all-go, 10 out of 10, 14.5 out of 10. Keep him going. I love it. Top button Mitch is here to stay. All right, we'll see. It's a, it's a top 10 lottery pick there for sure. Yeah, dude. I like right. it. It is, the, it is the Kyler Murray of buttons. Top button but Pete is here to stay too for like, the record. But I'm out. I'm out. I don't want any part of that. All right, tomorrow is going to be a, a crazy – very packed show. We also have Joel Corey is going to sit down with us. A number of Redskins fans have asked me, what can they do about Alex Smith's contract? And I keep telling you there's not much. But um, our guy Adam from uh, William Jeffries Tavern texted me and said, what about restructuring it next year? What about restructuring it this year? Let's, let's, let's ask Joel Corey those questions. I had questions. a real funny um, interaction with Joel Corey um, on Twitter when Alex got hurt talking about uh, can they cut him and then sign him to a $40 million uh, coaching deal or something like that. And he was like, yeah, the Redskins don't know anything about collusion, so no problem. <laughs> I don't, what they certainly can't have is a penal, is a cap penalty on, <laughs> right. top of, on top of Alex Smith's existing exactly, deal. Exactly. Uh, ben, tell people what they can read from you quickly. I would say Mock Draft will be updated. We're going to put up a big board big on the board. site with the three of us are collaborating on that, and obviously a lot of coverage out here. Was uh, we got some Antonio Brown stuff, a lot on the quarterbacks. Yeah, so a lot, lot to get to on NBC Sports. A lot to get to. Make sure you're checking out all in the app. You're watching us on the app. You can also read all these stories on the app tomorrow, one o'clock tomorrow. I know we we had people checking in today from New York. Our boy Danny, our Danny's in Manhattan watching us. John O is in Wilmington, North Carolina watching us. We are worldwide. We want you watching. We'll be back tomorrow at one o'clock. One o'clock.